It's Fiscally Irresponsible Friday here on TM5, sponsored by Incredible Pulp Lemonade. It's Friday, Friday. Well, how the hell did you get the beans about the Friday? Peter, you suck. Peter, you suck. Losing his mind. Captain Insano shows no mercy. What are you about, Tim? Your mom goes to college. I have misplaced my pants. Good morning, West Georgia. We have made it to Friday, and it is going to be an awesome Friday today, Billy, because we have our first football Friday of the year. Let's freaking go, man. God, I've been waiting a long time for this. If you woke up this morning and the air smelled better, you felt better. Everything in the world just felt better, seemed better. You could smell better. You could run faster, jump higher. It's because today is our first football Friday of the year. That's the reason why today feels like a day to be a champion. Oh, God, I'm so pumped. So pumped. We have... I can't wait till five o'clock today when we we start pregame, and then seven thirty when kickoff actually happens. I'm I am so stinking excited, man! I'm jacked up. I'm jacked up because uh, it's it's football Friday, and the first football Friday of the year, I sort of get to be a fan for most of the night, which is kind of a cool, yeah. kind of a cool and rare occurrence, you know. Um, where last year, I think we only got. I think I was only off like one or two weeks. I, I didn't I didn't get to be a fan per se and just kind of sit and listen and watch, uh, you know, to, to y'all, to hometown sports media commentate, watch the games and everything. Um, but, yeah, we open up this season, and I'm I'm just going to listen to to pregame for a little while. I'll be out there. Um, we'll get to where we're going to be here. We got a whole segment for Friday Night Lights tonight. Um, but, yeah, I just get to sit back and sit back and listen to the pregame and then uh, listen to some, uh, you know, some some decent people call football tonight. You know, some okay announcers. Decent, yeah, yeah. yeah. One yeah. of the people that we we called uh, honorable mention yeah. on our list. Maybe so, a, maybe yeah. a C plus type type play by play guy, probably around there. <laughs> Love you, Casey. Uh, Billy, today is National Fajita Day. Are you fans of uh, fajitas? Actually, no. Really? So here's the. Here's the weird part. I'm okay, so by this, I, man. Like, I know I'm sure you are. Um, for most of the everything that comes with fajitas, okay, most of it's veggies. Yeah, grilled fair. veggies. When it comes to grilled veg- veggies and stuff like that, I just don't like that on Mexican food. Okay, like I just want I just kind of want cheese, beef, and or cheese and meat. You don't want anything healthy is what you're telling me. Have you seen me? <laughs> I told you you can't make me laugh this morning, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh if, if anybody hears it, I got a little tickle in my throat. So if Billy makes me laugh today, it's going to be like a 30-second recovery for me. Um, now, it's, now it's on. Oh. Like now it just... Dude. <laughs> it's, 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 this podcast is just going to be a podcast of me wheezing for 30 minutes. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess I, I sort of understand that. I, I'm kind of surprised that you're you're not a vagina guy. I, I I thought I thought you'd be a big vagina guy. Nope, not a big vagina ah, guy. Okay, I'm a huge vagina guy. That's I I like the idea of vaginas, but they're they're almost. I know this is gonna sound lazy too. They're almost too much work. You know what I mean? 
It's like <laughs> when you when you get a when you get a when you order fajitas, you got to make it yourself. And I'm not really good at portions. Uh, obviously, people have seen me. I'm not a portion guy. So I always load up my tortillas with way much, way too much fajita filling. And I end up not even being able to fold my tortillas up. So what I usually do is is I end up eating my fajitas with a fork. Um, but like you said, I'm, I'm more of a take the fajita filling and put it on top of some nachos. Bring me out some nachos and chips. Because uh, I, like, hey. I, like, I like the grilled uh, vegetables at Mexican restaurants. Throw them, throw them on top of chips. Sprinkle them with a little of that uh, ni- ni- nice white sauce. And uh, bring that out with some hot sauce around it. Yeah, every and of course this is going to sound terrible of course but i don't care every single mexican restaurant that i go to there's one plate that i get and for at juanitos it's called the juanito special at little monterey it's called the sal special it, you know it's a bed of rice chicken steak shrimp and smothered in queso no yeah, you can't go wrong there that that sounds and like like 30 percent of the dishes on the menu I I'll eat that and I'll you know if there's any extra I'll just sit there and eat with chips like you talked about nachos you know that's perfect for me dang so, right scoop yeah. it up baby yeah I'm a nacho guy I, nachos is what I order loaded nachos 99.9% of the time is what I get from from Mexican restaurants uh Billy today is also Kool-Aid day are you a fan of Kool-Aid <laughs> I I love Kool-Aid yeah. I, I really didn't Oh, yeah. The reason I'm laughing, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah. The reason I'm laughing is because honestly, the first thing that pops into my mind now when I think of Kool Aid is freaking Burt Kreischer. It's the exact same, yeah, hundred percent same, Billy. <laughs> I, the the conversation he has um, with Tom Segura on Two Bears One Cave, and it's it's one of the funniest. And it's not even a bit. It's no, just it's one of the funniest stories and and conver- it's not even a story it's just it's just them it, talking about about uh burt kreischer drinking kool-aid so hysterical and yeah that's one of the first things i, I think of that it's, and i started thinking of family guy yeah of, oh yeah 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 i i'm with you on the burt kreischer that's the first thing i think of too and i'm, I'm not even a burt kreischer fan so that's where my mind goes uh i used to like kool-aid back in the day too much sugar now i don't i haven't i haven't had kool-aid in years so uh, today is also National Ice Cream Pie Day, oh, Billy. You're such a health nut now. I just I just try to limit my pub. I'm not a health nut. I just try to consciously limit stuff like that. But then it all goes away when I drink 12 beers in 30 minutes. So there you go. Yeah, kind of ruins it. You know, I, I just try I try to pick and choose where I spend my calories, and 90 percent of the time, my wasted calories go to the uh, the 12 pack of Sam Adams Oktoberfest this time which is out all right dang right it is baby i've been putting them down (laughs) uh today is also national ice cream pie day billy uh yeah what i don't know i don't really know what ice cream pie is but it looks delicious it looks really good it looks it looks almost like an ice cream cake type thing it's like the bottom is like a a chunky cookie filling and then there's like a layer of chocolate and then on top a top there's a layer of ice cream and then on top of that is there's a layer of whipped cream okay looks delicious looks i've never had it i've never had ice cream pie i've had ice cream cake uh and this this sort of looks like ice cream cake i would assume 
Uh, Billy, this weekend, the Braves are facing the Giants. We have Strider versus Cobb tonight. Chorizo versus Webb on Saturday. And Freed versus TBA on Sunday. Yeah, Chorizo, not not thrilled about Saturday, but I'm, I'm good about the other guys. Um, you know, it's when you get Sp- Spencer on Friday and Freed on Sunday, yes, please. Yes. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Giants are a decent team. Um, they're not terrible. So, you know, we've got a. it's not like it's going to be a, a cakewalk. We're going to have to battle. Um, but I'm still still thinking we're going to at least take the series. Um, here's the thing, Bryce, and, and this is the thing, and I, I don't mean to do this, you know, so early on on Football Friday, but maybe the best Braves team that we've ever seen. You know, that's come up. I've seen that post around social media a lot, and I don't I I don't I'm you're not you know I'm not prone to hyperbole. Right. Okay, you know this. But at the same time, like I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about some of the other teams in the past and even like the 106 win team back in 2003, I think. And it, I don't think the wins even matter. Oh, no, no. The wins for me don't matter. It's de- definitely that that's not no. something that I take into consideration. That sounds stupid, but as long as, you know, as long as the team is good, I think they should be in consideration as the greatest Braves team of all time. I'm, I'm not willing to go there with this Braves team. I think they are very, very good. They might be a top five Braves team of all time. But for me, the greatest Brave team of all time was, screw you, Morgan Wallen. It was the 98 Braves. That, this, that to me was the best. So I don't know if you saw this, but there's a thing. There's a post going around social media right now, and um, it, it's from MLB Network. And uh, Brian Kenny, who is a Brian Kenny, is pretty much the guy who got got going with analytics with uh, baseball, which right. is fine. I like I love analytics. You realize that the Braves have the same WRC plus as a team as the nineteen twenty seven Yankees. I saw that. I, I did. I saw that picture. That is insane. Nineteen twenty seven Yankees. Yeah. That's, the rich murderers row. That's crazy. That's crazy the to brain, think of. Aim WRC plus. That's oh gosh. That's, I, that's and just, I don't know. I don't know if people understand the significance of how insane that is. Like mur- the murderers row, ni- nineteen twenty-seven, or uh, New York Yankees team. Well, I mean, they they had a nickname for their lineup. How many lineups get a nickname? You know what I mean? Like. I, uh, it, yeah, that's that was pretty insane. I did see that graphic. When you think about this, when you think about this lineup, there's not really a hole. No, there's not. No. And, and so there's there's that. The pitching staff has been solid all year. They've been top five, pretty much all year. Right. Yes. Yep. It's hard to. That's why it's hard for me to to not to argue it not being the best team. Now, granted, I know 98 had so many names. Right? 98 had, in my opinion, the greatest pitching staff that's ever been assembled on one baseball team. That may be the case, but that lineup, there was holes. 
Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, you had, you, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just, I'll, I'll run down the list real quick because it's our podcast and we'll do whatever we want to here and it's going to take a little while. But Man. Yeah. Um, so at catcher for the 98 Braves, we had Javi Lopez. And that was oh. that was one of Javi's best seasons. He had 34 home runs and 107 RBIs. I, do we want to say Javi is better than Sean Murphy? Probably. Yeah, I, I'd give it to him just a little bit. I think Murph's defense is probably better, um, but I think Javi was probably a little bit better of an offensive catcher. Uh, Although and, Murph is Murph is in the 20s now, right? As far as home runs, I like, think so. I think I would so. not be surprised if he hits 30. Do you think he's going to hit the get over the century mark though for RBIs? That I don't know. Yeah, I, that that's the one thing I don't I don't think he is going to get at. Let's see where is Murph? Sean Murphy right now is at twenty home runs and sixty four RBIs. So I would, I, have, I, I would say we give that we give the tick mark to Javi on that one. At first base, Andres Galarraga. I'm going Olsen here. This was this was one of Colorado's best seasons. Forty four home runs and one hundred and twenty one RBIs. Dude, Olson is there now. What do you want me to say? Olson is there now. Don't you remember the fantastic defense that Andres Galarraga played at first base, though? Because I don't. <laughs> I'm just I'm just playing. I love the big cat, dude. I love the big cat. I love I love the big cat, but there's. Olsen's there now. I'm, I'm giving it to I'm him. with you. I'm with you. And I think middle infield's pretty easy, too. Uh, do you remember who our second baseman was in 98? Because I didn't. Uh, Weiss. No, he was a shortstop. Oh, uh, um, 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 Yes. Um, I would have never got this in a million years. I completely forgot this guy. Can we give it to you? Yes. Keith Lockhart. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was our he was our he was our second baseman. So, yeah, Walt Weiss and Keith Lockhart combined for combined for nine home runs and sixty four RBIs. Yeah. So check Mark Ozzy and uh, Arcia there. Yep. There's no problem. Uh, at third base, this is this is this is the interesting one. At third base, Chipper Jones. I would probably he's even. I don't just give it a draw there. Chipper had. The MVP season 99, if I remember correctly, it was probably mid-30s yep. as far as home runs. 34 and 107 RBIs. How the hell do I remember that? And he hit three, he hit 313 that year. Because you're a savant. Because you're like the <laughs> you're you're like um what's his face from uh, Moneyball. Um So we give that Riley? we give that an even. I would say I would say we just give that a draw. Riley's probably closing in on 30 now, I would think. I don't think he's reached 30 yet. Uh, Austin Riley, 29 home runs and 76 RBIs, and he's hitting 280. And Chipper was batting what? Uh, 313. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to call that a draw because Austin's going to blow him out of the water in home runs, probably RBIs. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah. Um, it, wins in batting average, so we'll call it a draw. In left field, we got Ryan Klesko hitting 274, 18 home runs, and 70 RBIs. That's probably going to be right on par with where Rosario is. Uh, yeah, I would I would call that one a draw too, honestly, because I, from what I remember, Klesko not the greatest defensive left fielder. I don't I don't remember him being the 
most fleet of foot oh, out there in the outfield. Hershey's not going to be either. No, no. That's that's what I said. I, I, Offensive-wise, probably the same. Defensive-wise, probably the same. This is where it gets really interesting. And I think I know where the check mark's going to go. But I think there should be... I, I, for me. I, I, I think the immediate reaction is going to be giving the check mark to the 98 Braves. But I think there's an argument to be made here. And I'm not going to say that it shouldn't be. But Andrew Jones in center field hit 271 that year, 31 home runs, and 90 RBIs. Mike is at 20 now. Uh, Mike right now is at 11 home runs and 36 RBIs and hitting 283. And he is the best defensive center fielder in the major leagues, and he's the best defensive outfielder the Braves have had since Andrew Jones. Yeah, and he he's have doing a better batting average. He was just hitting two ninety the other day. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I think I think the tick. I think it goes to the ninety eight Braves with Andrew Jones, but I think I, I think the the immediate reaction to most people that would hear that would automatically go Andrew. But I think there's an argument to be made there. I think it's a lot closer than people would realize. There's no doubt. Yep. And, and over in right field, Michael Tucker for the 98 Braves with 13 home runs, 46 RBIs, and hit 244. Uh, so the MVP. This year's MVP. We'll take that one. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be Ronnie. So uh, catcher, 98 Braves, first base, second base, and shortstop, 2023 Braves. Third base is a draw. Left field, uh, draw. draw. Center field, 98 Braves right field Michael Tucker so it's four it's four to two the 2023 Braves in in the out or in the position players and this is where oh, I let me throw this let me throw this out there yeah that extra man in the lineup yeah Marcelo is gonna blow out any pitcher <laughs> for the 98 Braves absolutely not oh, oh you mean an offensive stats oh I, I got you I got you I got you um I would <laughs> I would rather I would rather take an out in that DH spot and have one of these starters on the 2023 Braves that have Marcelo Zuna up there hitting. Oh, for sure. But, I mean, those were three Hall of Famers. And, I, I mean, yeah. That, that's Just listen to these this, these pitching stats. This is why I say the 98 Braves are the greatest Braves of all time. Greg Maddox was up there, went 18-9. and nine. Yeah, We really care about the win-loss. He pitched 34 games. He had a 2.22 ERA. What was his whip? Uh, they don't have his whip on here. Really? Yeah. Hold on. I, I can find it, though. Um, baseball records? Yeah, 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 yeah. God dang it. it. Whoops, not baseball savings. I don't want to buy anything. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Get off that website. <laughs> All of a sudden, Bryce is baseball. going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want to buy anything this morning, please. No, no. Let me see what Greg Maddox's whip was. Not Greg. Greg. There we go. Greg Maddox, whip. 1998 season, it was a league leading, league leading, Billy. Zero. Yeah, it was under one. Point, I knew it was. Point nine eight zero. <laughs> that's that's retarded. When you look at Tom Glavin and, and John Smoltz, they were probably around the same. Uh, Smoltz, who was probably closer to one two, I would guess. Um, Glav, Glav in 98 had a 1.203 whip with an ERA of 2.47, and he had 20 wins, and he won the Cy Young that year. 
Is so? Are you on Baseball Reference now? Yes, I am. On the on the ninety eight Braves. Yep. Yep. Did you see the FIP? Mm, let me see. Uh, yeah, the fit for pitching for uh, like give me the break. Uh, Greg Maddox was at a two point eight one fit. Stupid. Tom. Yep. Tom was at a three point five, and Johnny Smoltz was at a two point seven. That's God. That's stupid. The the, right. the highest fit the highest fit on that team was Denny Nagel at a four point oh six. He went sixteen and eleven and had a three point five five ERA. For those of you who don't know, FIP is fielding independent pitching. And that is basically how did the pitcher perform without worrying about where the ballpark is, where the what their fielding is. It's it's just very, very cut and dry. ERA is different because that includes or like that includes errors and stuff. Fielding independent pitching is probably one of the better stats for me that I pay attention to. FIP and and whip are the are like two of the things that i pay attention to now and it's yeah that's that's unreal it but is. yeah i i the 98 braves had the best pitching staff um they'll blow this one out of the water but at the same time man this team this, this team is, is better will be good yeah yeah that'd be, it'd be a, it'd be a good battle man and i'm sure there's somewhere online that i can figure out how to play these two teams so uh bobby snit i mean it's I know Bobby's a Hall of Famer, but Snit's probably going to go. On. I would, oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, if Snit keeps going. So yeah, that's sort of the rabbit hole we decided to go down here on a Friday on on TM Five. Twenty minute rabbit hole. No yeah, deal. why not? Why not? Uh, Atlanta United's back in action this weekend against the Seattle Sounders. They play Sunday night at ten thirty out in Seattle. Probably won't catch Ooh, most yeah. of this. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably won't catch most of this, man. That's a that's a late night. Um, might watch the uh, first half. We got a uh, got a TM Five United dropping today as well, uh, so I know they'll give you all the rundown. I think they're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Right now they're in the seventh spot in the uh, MLS Eastern Conference standings. Uh, Almada is going to change to ten, so if you do watch on Sunday, uh, Tiago Almada will have a new kit out there. He'll have a new number. He'll be number ten. Um, I'm kind of interested to see if Saba will play. It's one of the new kids that we signed over the transfer window. Um, uh, I know he wasn't at, I don't think he's going to be at practice. Saba will not be at Land United team training on Friday. Uh, it is looking less likely that he will play on Sunday. So still a possibility, but highly unlikely that he'll make the trip out to Seattle and play with Land United. Um, the, one of the interesting stats that I saw over the break was when Miles Robinson plays, the def- or the, the Land United as a whole averages almost an entire goal less per game than when he's out. So you want a key to to the to Atlanta United winning? It, it's Miles Robinson. It's Miles Robinson on defense. But I'll let uh, I'll let David and Abner break down the the game this weekend on TM Five United. That'll be out today sometime between noon and two o'clock. So uh, if you are so inclined, stay up and have a late nightcap on Sunday night with Atlanta United out in Seattle. Yeah. I'm- I'll be honest with you. After this week, I'm. It's football. I may I I may sleep the weekend. It's football season, baby. <laughs> it's football season. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's football season. Speaking of football season, Billy, it's time for some Friday night lights. We have free. everybody but Mount Zion and Villarica in our area in action, and uh, we will have almost all of these games covered on the Hometown Sports Media Network. 
And if if you don't have the app downloaded, what are you doing? Why don't you have the app downloaded? Download the app, and you can listen to almost all of these games. Uh, we'll have every Bowden game, every Central game, every Villarica game, and every Heard County game. Everywhere they go, no matter if they're on the road or at home, we will carry every single one, and then we will have a station split in between Temple and Mount Zion. So that'll be a 50-50 station uh, that'll be carrying those games. But the first game on the docket, the second biggest game, in my opinion, of the weekend, it's Bowden at Manchester. I think that's the third biggest game of the weekend. Really? Yes, sir. Wow. Okay. Okay. So our my first game of the week is going to be the game of the week for TM Five, which is Carrollton versus Hughes. Yeah, huge um, game. When you have when you have Hughes, which is number one in the state, and Carrollton, which is number two. Um, I don't. I don't know. Like, oh, Hughes is in a different classification, aren't they? Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. That yeah. Yeah. Hughes is in six A. Carrollton's in seven eight. And, and both of them rank nationally. Both of them rank top fifteen nationally. I think uh, Carrollton's yeah. twelve and Hughes is fourteen or something like that. Yep. Yeah. So um, that's that's my number one. I think Bowden and, and Heard is number two because it is Freeman. a rivalry. Freeman, yeah, 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 yeah. Freeman, yeah. Freeman Heard is uh, is a rivalry game. So that's my number two. And then Bowden Manchester will be my number three. Wow. But okay. Okay. Bowden, um, Bowden's a seven point favorite in this game. Um, I don't. Here's the thing. Manchester is bringing back pretty much most of their team. From a very, very talented team from last year. Yes. Yeah. Bowden uh, is replacing a lot of key contributors. but With Bryce, talented I, kids. Yes. yes. Bryce, I have seen, seen Bowden both scrimmages. They look just as good, man. <laughs> I got I got a text from Casey Bass after the first Bowden scrimmage. I think it was the first, or maybe it was the second. One of the Bowden scrimmages, I got a text from Casey Bass. He said, Jesus Christ, Bowden might go back-to-back. And yeah. that is not... I, I, I thought Bowden was going to struggle this year with the amount of talent that they lost. Uh, but everybody I've talked to seems to think that i am crazy and i hope i am i hope i hope bowden does go back to back like that would be that'd be so cool um for everybody out there in rich finley so bowden at manchester we will have that live on hometown sports media network uh pregame starts at five the game starts somewhere around 7 30 Bowden a seven point favorite i i would take bowden i would take bowden the points there man um i, I think bowden is sort of like uh, tom brady for me i'm gonna take him until I can't. You know what I mean? So give me give me Bowden in minus seven there. I like that. Uh, the game of the week for hometown sports media and the second best game for uh, for Billy this weekend. Heard County at Bremen. Uh, that is where we will be having hometown sports media pregame. So if you are out there going to watch Heard County Braves with the Bremen Blue Devils, come say hey to all of the hometown sports media crew. Casey Bass and Clay Harden. Will be on the call for that one. This should be an absolute slobber knocker. Great name. Yeah, it's this is one of the best rivalries in the West Georgia area. These are two teams that respect the hell out of each other. Um, if you got a chance to listen to the coaches shows that we uh, put out on social media yesterday, both both coaches just talked about how much they respect each other. And when you hear that, that just makes you feel good. And when you when you go like, yeah, you're not going to like her county tonight. But when you get done, like you're loving her, like you're rooting for them the rest of the year is what Bruce Russell said. Like you want to beat them tonight, but 
you know you're rooting for him the rest of the year yep that's that's the kind of rivalry that's kind of fun um but it's it's such a great game and i cannot wait to watch it that's what rooster said you know at we interviewed him he said you know we're gonna beat the hell out of each other on the field you know hard-nosed football knock each other around he said but after the game we're gonna hug each other we're gonna be friends and we're both gonna cheer on each other for the rest of the rest of the season because that's just the that's the relationship Hurt County and Bremen has, which is really cool. And I, I would, I would, I'll go out on a limb, and I'll probably get people pissed off at me for saying this, but I don't really care. Hurt County versus Bremen is a better rivalry than Bowden Bremen. So you and Casey Bass are on the same, yeah, same level. It is. I, I don't think it is. I think it's Bowden and, and Bremen. But I, it's, go go it back is. in the Bowden Bremen games. It's fifty fifty. And go show me a competitive game the last twenty years. It, oh, oh, Bowden Bremen. Yeah, well, they're all blowouts. I mean, they're all yeah. they're all like twenty point blowouts. Like they're not close. And every single I mean, Heard County Bremen game is like a two point game. And in that game, like they're split fifty fifty. I believe this is like the ninth matchup between the two schools, between Heard County and Bremen. And I think it's four and four. I, I want to say, really? I could be wrong. Yeah, I could be wrong. Uh, but I can pull it up here for you real quick. Again, this is this is my mind working at six o'clock in the morning. I, I think that's the case, but it is what it is. So, so uh, this is this is the twenty second meeting. This is the twenty second oh, meeting. Before, I think between Heard County and Bremen. Bremen leads the series eleven to ten. Okay, yeah. And, and you look at all these games. I mean, other than a game in two thousand fifteen, like every single one of these games the past twenty years has has been like a one or two score game it's right it's, it's pretty crazy and bremen uh or Heard county holds the edge since uh the past 10 years yeah uh six and four is Heard county so yeah it'll be interesting to Heard see man Heard county is a one point favorite in this in this game i'm taking Heard. um i i think it's going to be a battle but i think ultimately Heard ends up on top yeah i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with Heard as well it's essentially a pick em game um i'm interested to see par Folsom though uh, and, and if they haven't given that kid nicknamed Birdie uh, because he is anything other than just normal par, uh, that kid is uh, ex- extremely, extremely talented and fast. So I'm excited to see him. Excited to see Hurt County. I'm going to pick Hurt County with you on this one. Uh, the next game, the game of the week for TM5 on ESPN2 at 6 p.m. tonight. Langston Hughes travels to Carrollton to take on Juju and the Trojans and everybody else. And what I like to call the Death Star out there. That's what they're turning that Carrollton <laughs> football program into. It is the Death Star. Here's the thing. I This game ultimately doesn't matter. Does not. Um, it's fun for ESPN. It's fun for Carrollton and, and Hughes fans. Um, but for everyone else, like when you talk with football fans around here, they they really don't care about this game. They do not. <laughs> it's and it's not it's not has nothing to do with it, it with Carrollton it doesn't has nothing to do with Hughes it's just it, the game doesn't ultimately matter but what it is is it's fun because it's a a top ranked game um it, a nationally ranked game a, a state ranked game but ultimately it doesn't matter I think if I'm, you know, you're still going to try to win and you're still going to try to like beat, beat the hell out of everybody. But I don't know, man. Like I think Carrollton, Carrollton's a, a machine right now. The way that I saw the blocking 
from uh, the little bit of film I was able to watch against Alexander. And granted, it's Alexander. Alexander. But the way I saw it. No, Alexander couldn't get any pressure either. Um, They got one first down the entire game. I think Juju and um, uh, Bryce Hicks are going to have a monster, monster game. Over Um, under three and a half. Over under three and a half touchdowns for Hicksie. Tonight? Yeah. Under. Oh. Why do you hate Bryce Hicks? It's not that I hate Bryce Hicks. Sounds I like don't. hate Bryce Hicks. That's what it sounds like. Um, I just, I don't think, I don't think, like, if Carrollton scores three touchdowns tonight, I'll be surprised. I'm going over. Hicksie's getting four okay. tonight. Uh, Carrollton's a four-point favorite. Yeah, give me Carrollton. Give me Carrollton at home. Uh, the next two games that are sort of the traditional first games, I would think, you would start a season with. Um, Central is welcoming him in Redan, and Temple is welcoming him in Pike County. I think both of those should be fairly simple wins for both of our home teams. If Central does not win by three touchdowns, I'd be shocked. I will be shocked. Redan is not good. They're terrible. And and it's not – they're also replacing a new head coach. They're coming off and, you know, talking with um, Umbre. It's Umbre. Oh, my I, gosh. I was, Is it really? Yes. I feel I, like I an asshole. Him, I know. I said, I've been I've been effing your name up. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like an asshole, dude. I wish he would have corrected us. Ah, Umbre. Okay. Um, Sorry, coach. So, yeah. <laughs> um, talked with him this week on uh, – hometown sports and he said that he said don't be fooled he said they're better than they were last year well it could be much worse yeah so we'll see uh it's a new new coach new new argument new attitude for for the the team but they're still they're terrible and central will be close to 50 central is going to be really good yeah so yeah they're going to blow them out of the water and i think i think sort of the same thing with with temple welcoming in pike county uh, pike county i think is a little bit better than redan but not much better um i don't think temple's as good as central but they shouldn't have any issue taking care of pike county so here's the thing Central's a 38 point favorite okay i'm always very weary about taking that's a big spreads. number it's a big big number but I think that's doable. I think it's doable, but I wouldn't take it. I, I would I'm take I would it. take Reed in the plus thirty eight. You know what? I'm taking it. And okay. if if I get the if I get the score later tonight and it's over thirty eight, I am blowing your ass up on post game. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm taking Reed. It's just too big of a number to take. I, I'm not saying that Central isn't a capable. Like, you give me a forty two nothing victory for Central, I wouldn't be shocked at all. It's just a big number. The weirdest number of the week. Oh. The weirdest number of the week. Okay. It drives me I think I sent this to you. You might have, but I've forgotten it. Temple is a seven-point favorite against Pike County. I was going to say somewhere around 17 and a half. Seven. Wow. That's an easy pick for me. Give me Temple minus seven. Yeah, it's it's going to be way over. Temple should mop the floor of Pike County. Yeah. And then the final game of the week uh, is going to be Raymond County versus Harrelson County. Uh, Harrelson County is on the road in Tiger, Georgia. Uh, that This may not be the best game for Harrelson County to start off. You yeah. got to see Harrelson County last week against Villarica. Um, I got to see Raven County. Raven County was given Bowden a little bit of a fight in the first half, and they also had their best player on the sideline. 
Yeah, it's. Uh, it, I, I don't think it's going to be great for Harrelson County versus Raven County. I, that I think there's a lot of lot of things that Harrelson County needs to fix defensively and offensively wise. And I know I know Raven County is not the Gunner Stockton Raven County of a couple of years ago, um, but it they I don't I don't think I don't think Harrelson County is going to put up much of a fight to be honest with you. Yeah, and, and it, I hate that for the Rebels. I really I do. do. I think it's it's going to be. I think this may be one of the toughest years. So, I think I think they're going to battle for that fourth playoff spot. But yeah, it's it's going to be tough out there. It's a growing year. They're a very young team. They have some talented young kids up there. It might just be one of those years where they have a lot of growing pains. All right, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard for last night. Uh, last night in softball, Bowden beat Darlington six to five. This Bowden team, Bryce, is turning into a really really strong team. I can't wait to see what they look like at the end of the year. Harrelson County beat Murray County six to one. Mount Zion fell to Temple thirteen to nothing in a game that I called on hometown sports media. Um, just too many errors, and you, you talked with with Wade Cohen uh, over at Mount Zion. He's like, you know, this it's one of those things that happens. You yeah. Know, you, um, so too many errors on Mount Zion ended up. Uh, Anna Howell was on base all four times. Um, she actually had a little league inside the park home run. Oh no way! Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so that was that was fun to watch, uh, and then uh, Villarica beat Maynard Jackson last night, sixteen to nothing. Um, let me caution Villarica fans: softball, that softball region is garbage. The baseball region is too. It's nothing like it is nothing like the football region. So softball blowing everybody out is is awesome to see and you you love it but they're not going to get challenged no no it's it's what you should do in this region villaric is an above average softball team and i'm saying that and i I, i've talked with cody skinner and you know we've we've looked at the schedule and everything obviously they're doing really well they're above average they're they're going to be they may get closer to great but right now like just pump the brakes it's early on in the season this this region is garbage that's like we were we were on the hype train last year because of the same thing and then i started looking into the the region and it's like oh this region is terrible yeah it's it's bad in in, in uh, softball and baseball yeah the, the better the better test of, of villarica is going to be these out of conference or these out of region games i mean they play they play Bremen, they play Bowden, they play Islands, who's supposed to have a good softball team this year. They play Heard County, they play South, South Paulding. Um, look at those. I mean, they they played um, they played somebody in a tournament recently, I thought. But look at look at those non-region games to sort of see where our Villarica Wildcats are softball-wise. Don't don't look yeah. at the region because we should honestly we should go undefeated in the region again this year. I think we went yeah. undefeated in the region last year. Yes, Villarica yeah. should yeah. absolutely. They're talent. They're very. It's a very talented team. It when is. I say above, when I say above average, I, I don't mean to say that like undermining them. I'm I'm really not. It's it's, a, just, it's a team that should be in Columbus come the end of the year. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yeah, yep. no doubt. Uh, on the Smith Store Cummings Games and Events calendar uh, for tomorrow, Saturday, Carrollton versus Blessed Trinity and Walnut Grove in softball. Park County versus Jefferson Davis and Mount Vernon in softball. And then Temple has a doubleheader versus Chattooga in softball as well. And that that one, I think, is going to be really interesting. I talked with Temple's head coach yesterday, and he said he's looking forward to seeing how they match up 
on uh, Saturday. That's so. a new softball coach out there, right? I think they got a new softball coach for Temple. The first year, yep. Yeah. Coach Bennett, I think. Uh, Billy, let's get to the Incredible Pulp Soft Earn Dollars segment. Sponsored by Incredible Pulp Lemonade. And we're going to get some Incredible Pulp Lemonade tonight because I believe Mr. Steve Walker and company will be at the Bremen Herd game, which I am looking forward to very much. So I haven't heard, I haven't had Incredible Pulp Lemonade since July 4th. So let me tell you a funny, funny story. Um, Steve and Carol Walker have always been gracious with us. Phenomenal people. They, they have, anytime we've been around there and we get a lemonade, most of the time they just comp it and just hand it to us and say, here, just, just talk about us on the pod. You know, that's typically how it happens with us. Last week, <laughs> last week at Bowden, they were there and I, I introduced uh, Emily Walker, our social media director to, to them. And she got to try incredible pulp for the first time. And it was awesome she she loved it as as anybody does and i i went to offer carol a a 20 to pay for mine and hers and she's like put that away and i'm like no 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 no. i actually like put i had to put the 20 dollar bin or 20 dollar into the their where their cash bin was their little tip bin yeah yep and she was so angry at me. <laughs> I, I looked just, at Steve, I was walking away, and, and I'm like, I think I pissed off your wife, man. <laughs> I know, I always, always just Venmo him. I'm like, you can't reject that. Ha ha, here's the money. Um, on the uh, on the Incredible Pulp Soft earned dollars for this week, we, de- we, had a, we had a weekend last weekend, man. We went five for six. Let's go. Yeah, we Life. did good. You're, you're creeping up towards three, uh, making $300. We started off with 30 and you are close to being uh, over the three hundred mark. You're at two seventy eighty right now. Yeah, I've had I've had a good run. Yeah, netted netted forty three dollars last week. I'm at one eighty eight for the season. Uh, this weekend, I have the following picks for my soft earned dollars locks of the week. Aljamain Sterling defeats Sean O'Malley uh, in a UFC bout on Saturday night. That is at a minus two sixty. I have the Dolphins at a plus 2.5 at the Texans this weekend. That is at a minus 110. And then I have the Braves first five money line tonight with Strider on the bump at a minus 235. How the hell are the Dolphins a two and a half point dog? I do not know. Maybe because their backups suck and the Texans are going to play their starters. I don't know. I, I, don't, uh, I don't know. All right. Give me um, Cincinnati, the Bengals. Are facing the Falcons this weekend. Give me the Bengals money line versus the Falcons. It's a plus two ten. Wow, right. too juicy. That was too juicy not to take. Wow. Uh, Braves, Braves are one and a half point favorite versus the Giants tonight. Give me Braves and Spencer Strider. That's a minus one of two. And Phillies are a minus one and a half versus the Nationals at a minus one fifteen. Um, so give me Braves tonight. One minus one and a half. Phillies tonight minus one and a half, and then Bengals money line versus the Falcons. All right, I like it. I like those locks of the week. Bill, you need another cup of coffee? Yep, let's do it. Let's get to it, baby. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strawn with Robert Goosby Real Estate Group. Eagles Tyree Cleveland and Moro Ojomo suffered neck injuries last night and were carted off the field in the preseason game uh, against the. Browns. Good lord. I even watched that game and I forgot who they played. Yeah. It's 
you hate to see injuries like that. For I sure. I hate it. Uh, especially in the preseason, man. Don't want to see anybody get injured in the preseason. Right. It was an entertaining game, but it was a preseason game. It was ace. It wasn't football. <laughs> it was it was something else. Uh, Jonathan Taze is stepping away from the NHL to focus on health. He needs to. Yeah, he's he's had some health issues the past couple of years. Uh, we actually lost him to a full season last two seasons ago, um, and he came back last year. And now last year was his final year with the Hawks. So yeah, it's. He's he says he's not retiring, but he's not playing this year. So it's I don't know, man. Like, like a gap I, year. I, love, I love Jonathan Tays. I you'll never hear me say a bad word about him. He's he's our captain, dude. He's uh, he's, 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 he's taking he's taking a gap year. That's all it is. Taking a gap year, getting healthy, gonna come back and play next year. That's what it is. Possibly. Uh, the Jets' Tony Oden returns after being injured in a practice brawl. What are we doing injuring people in a brawl in practice? Uh, senior defensive assistant Tony Oden was back at work uh, in good spirits on Thursday, one day after being injured in a brawl that he was trying to break up between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New York Jets. Uh, he said it was just a little war wound and that he'll, he'll be all right, uh, but his left arm wasn't a sling when he came back. What the hell? What are know. we doing? I don't know, That's man. Coach. Why is why is a coach getting involved in these things? From a preseason practice. I, d- so dude, odd. I don't. So odd. Uh, Billy, and today in 1915, Braves Field opens in Boston to see the Braves beat the St. Louis Cardinals 3-2-1. Braves, the longest continuously running franchise in Major League history. Started in what? 18... 1888, I want to say. Something like that. Yeah, 1888, somewhere around there. I don't remember what they started out as either. It wasn't Boston Beanie. Boston Beanie. No, no, it was the Braves. Was it the Braves? Are you sure? I thought it was the longest continuously run franchise. So I, it, yeah. it is, but I, I don't think they had the same name when they started. It's the same franchise, essentially, but I think they just have a different name. I don't, I don't think they started as the Braves. I think it was something else. But irregardless, longest running franchise in baseball history. So suck at everybody else. Go Braves. You got anything else to add today, man, on a football Friday? Football Friday. Let's go. Football let's Friday. Go. Let's go. Everybody get out. Support all of these local high school teams that are playing tonight. And enjoy Friday Night Lights. For Billy Lindahl, I am Bryce Parlin. We'll see you all on Monday. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbor! Just shake them! Shake your neighbor!